May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts being always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. As the comedian Woody Allen famously said, 80% of life is showing up. I'd like to think that the other 20% is moving on. But moving on is difficult when life has knocked us to our knees, when the wind in our sails is gone, when the waves are beating up against our boat, when the earth shakes and the wind blows and the fire storm comes into our lives. It's difficult to move on. Life is difficult. It ain't made for sissies. It's sometimes tempting to pull the covers over our head, call in sick, and hope that the storms in our lives will just go away. But God's love keeps calling us back, calling us back to life and to the living. In Luke's telling of the gospel today, Jesus is in foreign territory. And we have this strange tale of one who won't move on from the tombs, who's naked and his broken chains that cannot bound him. And Jesus asked this poor soul, what is your name? And the man says, Legion, for the demons that possessed him were many. A legion and the Roman army was 5,000 men. I don't think any of us can name 5,000 different demons that we've wrestled with. We can name some of them. Grief, anger, depression, despair, remorse, regret. All the rest of them we can just assign to that general category of the glass half-emptiness of life. The challenge becomes moving on in this world with devils filled that threaten to undo us as Martin Luther once wrote in his famous hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. There's a wonderful Swedish movie called A Man Called Uwe. Tom Hanks is getting ready to make an American version of it. He's going to play Uwe. Uwe is a man who's moved on many times in his life through difficult circumstances. His mother died when he was young, just a boy of six or seven years of age. His father died in a terrible accident. Uwe found the love of his life in Sonia, his wife. They were in a bus accident and Sonia lost their child. Uwe had moved on and on and on through life's difficulties, one right after another. When his wife died of cancer, the love of his life 
died of cancer, Uwe could not move on. Uwe is a man who's sort of the hall monitor for his housing subdivision. He carries around a little spiral notebook in his pocket and a pen. Previously, he had been the actual rule keeper for that housing subdivision, but he was so overbearing and so zealous in his pursuit of keeping the rules that they fired him and made his best friend the keeper of the rules. Uwe Lindahl, a cantankerous curmudgeon if there ever was one, moved on many times in his life. We meet him in the movie in the first scene. He's in a sort of Target department store and he's buying a bouquet of flowers. He takes them up to the sales clerk and the sales clerk charges him more than he thought he was supposed to pay. He wanted to pay the two for one price but he only wanted one bouquet of flowers. He was outraged. He cussed her out and then he went on his way across the railroad tracks to the cemetery to his wife's headstone who had died six months before from cancer. And he groused with her about how they had cheated him down there at that store over that bouquet of flowers. And he promised her that soon he would be coming to join her. Uwe planned to take his life and be planted next to his beloved wife, Sonia. Uwe's first suicide attempt was a grand failure. He had the noose around his neck and he was looking out of his living room window and a young couple was moving in and they were backing up a trailer toward their home when they hit his mailbox. This simply would not do. So he took the noose out from around his neck and he went out and cussed them out. He found out their names. His name, Swedish man named Patrick. His wife was Parvana. She was from Iran. And their two small children. Uwe took this matter into his own hands, got into the driver's seat to show these people how to back a trailer into its proper place without hitting the mailbox. And then went back into his house grousing about how people don't know how to drive these days. Parnave keeps managing through the story to thwart Uwe's attempts at suicide. She comes and knocks on the front door bringing a peace offering of food that interrupts one of the suicide attempts. She comes and asks for a ladder on another occasion. And on a third occasion, she manages to interrupt his suicide attempt, asking him if he will take her to the hospital. Parvenet keeps managing to thwart those suicide attempts. And Uwe begins to love her like she is the only, it's like she is the daughter that he never had. As Parvenet begins to realize how Uwe has imprisoned himself in his grief, having made his home a museum of Sonia's possessions, she tries to help Uwe move on. She says, I can help you clear out a little. 
put things away in boxes and stuff like that, Uwe says, there's no need. She says, but there's some of Sonia's stuff around. Uwe says, I said there's no need. Then Parnave goes from preaching to meddling when she says, wouldn't it feel good to move on? Then Uwe, with great anger, says to her, I told you to stop talking. Apparently, um, there's no need in Swedish means I told you to stop talking. Like Uwe, we can become angry if someone comes along and lovingly offers to help us move on in life. Grief and the anger that goes with it are treacherous demons that dwell among the tombs of the glass half-emptiness of life. But love bids us to move on through the earthquakes, move on through the wind, move on through the fires that life sends our way. A number of years ago, I was the spiritual director at a Curcio weekend at Camp McDowell. And I was sitting in one of those uh, rocking chairs that they make spiritual directors sit in. <laughs> and there was a rocking chair empty next to me. And a woman who had been one of my parishioners 20 years before happened to be a pilgrim at that Curcio. And she came over and sat down in the rocking chair next to me. And she said, you know, John, my, my Charlie died 10 years ago. I said, I know. How are you doing? And she said, well, I'm doing okay, but my friends all tell me that I need to have closure. I said, I don't believe in closure. I asked her, do you still love him? She said, yes, I still love him. I said, well, why would you stop grieving over him then? Love never ends, Paul writes to the Corinthians. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Now that doesn't mean that we don't need to move on in life. Find new loves, new passions, new ways to do ministry and care for one another. Moving on is hard. But moving on doesn't mean we stop loving the important people in our lives. We continue to love them even though we no longer see them. They were gifts of love that we never deserved in the first place. Not possessions that we're supposed to hold on to forever. After begging Jesus to be sent into the herd of swine, the demons left the man entered the pigs and they were drowned. Jesus told the man to return to your home and declare what God has done for you. And the man was able to move on from the tombs, move on back into his life, hopefully find loving relationships and be able to make his contribution to community. The movie, A Man Called Uwe, ends with Uwe dying of an enlarged heart. I think that's what Christ calls each of us to do. A heart so filled with love for others 
that we come to the end of our days. This parish is about to move on, move on to new leadership, a new rector. He may lead this parish in new directions that haven't been tried before. Who knew? We'll be called to move on from this interim period, to move on from Tom's leadership, to move on from the things that were done by the former rector. And sometimes moving on is difficult and it requires some effort. Jesus calls those who would follow in his way of love to move on from the demons of grief and despair, depression, and remorse. He bids us to leave behind the tombs that we've allowed to imprison us, to move on through the earthquakes, through the wind, through the flames. And he says to each of us this day, I'm not in the wind. I'm not in the fire. I'm not in the storm, but I'll be with you through the storm. Be not afraid.